Hey guys, this is Joe, founder and host of StartupRate.io. As you guys may already know, I've run this podcast full-time since January 2021. I'm very happy to announce that Anchor FM is my sponsor for this podcast. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free and it's easy to use even for a newbie. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome to StartupRad.io, your podcast and YouTube blog covering the German startup scene with news, interviews, and live events. Welcome, everybody. This is Joe from StartupRate.io, your startup podcast and YouTube blog from Germany. Again, bringing you another episode in this month in German startups. This time, I'm wrapping up this month in German startups, May 2021. And again with Chris, but this time not in New York. Hey, how you doing, man? <laughs> no, not in my uh, messy room, but uh, in front of a white wall in uh, the old German trade town of Bremen. Um, I'm on my first trip to Germany since the pandemic started. It's all very exciting. And since I'm fully vaccinated, I'm basically hugging everyone, you know, <laughs> spreading the love, not the COVID, spreading love. This is great. Uh, guys, welcome to this month in German Startups by StartupRate.io in a news recording with Chris back at home in Germany and me, Joe, from Frankfurt am Main. Today, we are wrapping up May 2021 for you. We talk about the massive Trade Republic funding, even though there will be a bonus episode on it, um, making them Germany's most valuable startup. We are talking about SPACs again, Germany's institutional funds investing in crypto and the 3 billion shots of Corona vaccine. As always, we have a great show for you. You can follow us on social media, all our podcasts and our internet radio station here on Linktree, linktr.ee forward slash startup radio. Housekeeping. At first, of course, stay safe, everyone. We are very happy to have been listed as number four of the World Magazine list of 20 best startup podcasts of 2021. Station Frankfurt, the regional uh, tech blog, featured us in our news, our new internet radio station in an article. And Italy-based startup.info covered our internet radio station as well. Chris? I think you got some top news, right? 
Yes, top news. Um, first one is a, a big one, and it is actually so big that we made a special episode about it, which we can wholeheartedly recommend, of course. Um, and it's about Trade Republic, which is now Germany's most valuable startup with a valuation of 5.3 billion US dollars, um, coming after their most recent funding round, 900 million US dollars for Series C, led by Sequoia. And um, they take the title of Germany's most valuable fintech and most valuable startup for an N26 uh, trade republic is a new broker app um, to new markets in Europe. So ba basically you can buy and sell stocks there, ETFs, or as of most recently, also cryptocurrency. Um, currently operating in Germany, Austria, and France. And um, they have new backers, among them TCB and Five Capital, but also existing investors were part of the Series C this time around, Excel, Founders Fund, Preandum, and Project A among them. Um, and Excel and Founders Fund, Founders Fund co-led the Series B, which was about a year ago. Then we also have Dusseldorf-based Zeno AG, which is an important fintech player and fintech investor in Germany um, and used to be their former main backer. They cashed in 150 million euros at this event with an investment of 3 million euros. Their total cash and remaining stake now still are valued at 250 million euros. So quite some good business. Um, most likely Commerzbank Comdirect, which is the online banking arm of the second uh, biggest listed bank in Germany now most likely regrets that they did not do a 1 million seed investment in Trade Republic went back when they had a chance because Trade Republic also partially came out of the um, startup program of Comdirect, the uh, Commerzbank's online banking arm. Um, we have some more in-depth analysis in our special episode. Most likely, we are, uh, uh, most of it we are taking most prominently. That's what I wanted to say. Sometimes the word slip is the aging. Uh, most prominently, it is about the market environment, how the competition is already pretty tight, and um, that it is not... Yeah, well, that it's still a deal with a lot of question marks in what is like a pretty volatile market environment. So, but for as of now, Zeno AG experienced a jump in the share price. Um, so we will see how it goes with Trade Republic. Looking at SPACs and looking at you, Joe. Awesome. Um in the US, the largest wave of SPAC IPOs is already behind us, but in Europe, it is just gaining speed. The Frankfurt Stock Exchange expects up to 20 SPAC IPOs in 2021. In all of Europe, they are expected more than 30, so Frankfurt can really be a hotspot for SPACs. Um, related to this, Deutsche Börse Group uh, 468 SPAC 1SE listed on the Frankfurt Stock Exchange in the regulated market and SPACs and 26 investors uh, list SPAC in Amsterdam with a team including Fix Flixbus founder to raise up to 460 million euros. 
burning hot are still Amazon shops. We talked about it quite frequently in the past. Berlin's Razor Group raises 400 million US dollars to buy and scale Amazon marketplace merchants, reports TechCrunch. Germany is rumored to open floodgates to crypto investments, but think again. Damn you tried decrypt. German opens up to institutional crypto funds. Um, I'll talk about this soon, but you have to understand one thing. What they did is actually giving a permission of institutional funds to invest up to 20% in cryptos. But what you have to understand is that the relevant regulation, the tight regulation is not in Germany on the level of the institutional funds, but on the level of the institutional investors. So as soon as there's not a big change there, it's most likely that they will not go into classical cryptocurrencies. Maybe this regulation is just opening up the opportunity to invest in tokenized securities, which are legal under the new German securities law. And we have 3 billion shots coming. Coronavirus vaccine producer BioNTech is looking to produce 3 billion shots. Wirecard again, we just a quick, updated um, and there. No, just yep. a quick addition there, the BioNTech shots. Those are the ones uh, that the Anglo-Saxons know as Pfizer. Yes, exactly. In, in, in Germany, in Europe, it's always BioNTech. In the US, it's always Pfizer. <laughs> but they, they work together. It's, I do they do work together. I mean, basically, BioNTech is like a little engineer or was like a little engineering company in like layman's terms. And um, they needed Pfizer as uh, the big company to help them to scale up as fast as they could. But yeah, so the, and because BioNTech, is headquartered in Germany. Of course, Germany and even Europe wants to claim them. And the Americans want to claim Pfizer. Rightfully so. Mm. Sorry. Exactly. Wirecard. We keep you updated here, but keep in mind there's still an investigative committee in the German Parliament Bundestag ongoing. There's no noteworthy update here, but right now, the um, committee has heard 104 witnesses. I do believe that's a lot of people. And we assume they will wrap up things before the next federal election due on September 26th, 2021. And yes, in Germany, we vote on weekends, especially Sundays. And we just passed a small moment in history. Eight years ago, on May 11th, 1941, German innovator Konrad Zuse started his set three. This was one of today's first, maybe the first modern day computer. He developed it to take over statistical calculations he found tiresome. That was a lot. Chris? ecosystem right definitely and uh in the ecosystem we see that there's still money flowing into startups flowing to startups and established companies in germany despite covid so um as of now probably one of the biggest investors is the german government um giving subsidies handing out credits um 
And uh, they propped up the economy with more than 100 billion euros Corona aid lately, um, plus 30 billion euros for Kurzarbeit, which is um, a labor law uh, regulation or labor law idea that we will get back to later in the news. Um, so, yeah, we see that the government has be has really stepped up its game and has become an important player in the field during the crisis. Um, German startups are also on track to raise a record amount of venture capital in 2021, though. Um, we have a data provider named Refinitiv, which tracked 165 deals worth 2.2 billion euro, which equals 2.7 billion US dollars in Q1 already. Um, as always, probably these numbers should be could be taken with a grain of salt. But one thing you do see after a while is if the numbers rise with this within the same kind of system, then you can definitely tell uh, which kind of trends are happening. We also see that BioNTech's COVID-19 vaccine success sparks many, many other investments in German biotech. Um, you can, number one, you can learn a lot more in our blog post about the self-made billionaire twin brothers who made BioNTech possible in the first place. But you can also find some more information about the record investments in the German biotech sector um, in our show notes the startups raised 2.56 billion euros which is 3.11 billion us dollars and 482 million euros in convertibles which is um a rate for of 146 percent plus year on year we are aware of the inconsistency here but it is something you will never get rid of in the real world with those startups and the slow required publications with often pretty like lengthy um, times to publish their things and you never know how one analyst counts compared to the other. We do see a Klarna study that in Germany, and we are kind of weird people when it comes to that, cash is still king. So 49% of Germans and 47% of Austrians prefer to still pay in cash um, in the study, payment by cell phone or smartwatch was barely noticeable. Um, so, yeah, it's just an interesting tidbit, I think, because Germany, even historically, has been a country that has been very critical of paying by a card. And you can still not pay with a credit card in most of the German places. It's still really hard. You can pay with um, the card that your bank gave you. So, kind of like a debit card but it's a special format that the u.s doesn't really offer but or that it's not really offered in the u.s but in germany it is so yeah but as long as you get some euros into your pocket um actually the coins and bills you will be on the safe side we also see that there is a tax app boom in Germany due to Kurzarbeit. Um, so tax tools in order to prepare your income tax statements are booming. And the reason behind that is that many people have been in Kurzarbeit. Now they have to file their taxes for the first time. And so Kurzarbeit, I promised it, is a concept that basically says, well, um, since the overall economy is going down and since probably your business won't be as big as it is now at the beginning of Kurzarbeit, how about you make sure that you won't fire any people and you make sure that you can still pay a certain 
amount, um, a certain share of someone's salary, and then the government agrees to step up uh, to pay for an additional share. And the basically the employee agrees to also accept um, a small part of um, like deduction or a little less salary overall, but he knows or she knows that um, she will keep her job in the long term. And we may add that for this deduction, um, they actually don't have to work. So they receive less money, but they also work less. True. Yes, because no one needs to work in the pandemic. That's the idea behind it. <laughs> looking at cities and hubs in Germany and looking at you again. Yeah, talking about hubs. As always, the order of the news and cities is only due to the time when we discovered the news. Starting with my home turf, Frankfurt, our own coverage. We're very happy about that because it's exclusive. Meet the fintech behind the 100 million exit nobody talks about. There is a very early stage, uh, a very early fintech crossings um, here in Frankfurt that would uh, that was bought up by a Belgium listed company for more than 100 million euros could be total of something like 113 with the earnout clause and nobody talked about it. We were very happy that we discovered this. And this is actually a totally fascinating story because the founder and CEO, Marcos, uh, he is, um, he told us the whole story. So meaning he was one of the, the, the employees who helped one of the subsidiaries of Lufthansa Air Plus, who gives out those awesome credit, uh, corporate credit cards, uh, to build their website. And then he started, uh, to do this as a, he got an idea and he started to do this as kind of fintech. And the first fintech went to, into insolvency. He bought out the company of insolvency stayed afloat by selling desks and chairs from this company. And then eventually a Finnish company took over this company. He stayed on. And at one point, the Finnish company decided to retreat from Central Europe. So they were back at square one. And then they started crossings back in 2007. And now they sold it for 100 million euros. Awesome guy. Awesome story. Have a look down here in the show notes. Our friends at Wingcopter, the new drone model of Wingcopter is hailed as a game changer in logistics. The new drone can drop off three packages in one flight. Of course, you can learn more about the CEO in our show notes. The basic thing is um, it's it's a horizontal um, liftoff drone. So basically it has rotors that go up, but actually they twist during flight. And so it flies like a normal plane and then can go down and up with very small space with those rotors, uh, like an Osprey. Um, awesome thing. Online used car dealer, mine auto, meaning my car cancels its IPO in Frankfurt the day before the volume was expected to be for around 439 million euros or 530 million US dollars. Then we have a breach of a magic threshold. Frankfurt-based robot advisor VisualVest has more than 2 billion assets under management. Admittedly, they are part of the cooperative group of banks, again, a competitor of the German thrifts. And it's one of those institutions. There are hundreds of them around in Germany. They cooperate and um, 
That's usually the banks you'll find in smaller cities. And finally, Frankfurt-based. Palturai? 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 Uh, sorry, the, 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 the easy startup names are out, as we discussed quite frequently here in the news. The Net4 million to grow its network intelligence platform. Karlsruhe, Karlsruhe-based deep tech AI startup thinks, think, thinks, thinking, sorry, snaps up 4.5 million. Düsseldorf-based commodities trading platform Metals Hub hammers home 11 million US dollars plus enti uh, plus entire industry to the 21st century forge rights tech EU. Munich-based Postal Labs, which offers a fi final my fulfillment service for online retailers, has closed a 112 million Series C funding round led by Inside Partners. Stockholm-based Tink acquires German open banking startup Fintech Systems for 120 million euros. Going a little bit to the south, to Austria. Austrian startups received 50 million euros corona aid from the government funds and we got three news even for switzerland swiss cyber protection firm acronis secures 208 million euros at a whopping valuation of 2 billion euros swiss startup unami raises 3.6 million to scale up quantum technology and higher therapeutic and Haya Therapeutics closes 18 million Swiss franc seed round. The biotech startup is working on a drug against heart failure. Whew, all those startup names almost came me heart failure. Chris, you got some uh, company news? Yes, and it's also quite a wild ride. Um, I got some news, uh, a new selection about companies. We have news about the German eyewear retailer, Mr. Specs. Uh, who targets a uh, July IPO, July IPO, sources said. Um, we have the Auto One finds a vivid money that raises 60 million euros from its investors. DoorDash goes on European deal hunt just months after its IPO. We have the crowdfunded platform Exploro, um, which changes their token service provider and substitutes Upvest from Berlin for Munich-based Tangani, and you can learn more about Tangani also in uh, the show notes. We have the Berlin-based prop tech Linus Digital Finance, which will do an IPO in Frankfurt on uh, May 19th. Oh, um, so which has already happened, <laughs> announced the company founded by Alexander Zamba. We have Priceline, who bought the Berlin-based travel startup Flyin, not with a G, but with two I's for its airfare sales tech. We have the Berlin-based crypto neobank Bitwala, which makes a relaunch as Nuri, N-U-R-I, trying to gather more regular blockchain investors besides their current crypto trader focus. And we have the Berlin Visionaries Club, which closes two $80 million, $85 million funds. And Pitch wants to be the YouTube for presentations and raises an additional 85 million US dollars venture capital for that from Tiger Global and Lakestar. 
We also have a special investigation at N26 going on, um, a fintech startup that we talked about often on our podcast, um, one of the unicorns and a neobank, but they are also being criticized for not doing enough prevention of money laundering and terrorism financing, thinks German fintech oversight BaFin. Now, they sent a special commissioner to N26 Bank to oversee their measures. And one last thing, we have the delivery services, which are still hot in Germany. Get it? Food delivery services are hot. So Delivery Hero will return. Um, the hot German grocery delivery startup Gorillas has lost its second co-founder in three months, though. Um, even though they looked at notching $500 million at a $6 billion valuation. And... Um, yeah, just overall, it becomes an even more crowded market with Uber, Just Eat, and Delivery Hero. But at the same time, Germany being quite price sensitive, not really being used. Germans not really being used to the idea that you can order more food than just pizza to your home. Um, and also a lot of people still taking pride in preparing like dinner and lunch themselves, I'd say. As you can tell from my Instagram account, I love to cook. I love to make dinner and lunch, but I'm not a big breakfaster coming to a little bit sad close of our startup news arbitrary this is a more general entrepreneurship news in germany we don't have sharpies we have edding and the person responsible for every german calling a permanent marker an edding is now dead Karl Edding, the founder of stationary company Edding, sadly passed away at age 90. He built a global company with a bootstrap budget of 500 D-Mark, which is somewhere around 250 Euro, into a company with 600 employees and sales of almost 150 million Euros. Both numbers are from the website from 2017. Chris? was a pleasure talking to you. As always, we meet again for the two news. Then you're back in awesome New York. And uh, we'll take a little bit time off in July and August and be back end of September again for for you wrapping up the summer and what was going on there. Bye-bye then. <laughs> See ya. Bye, guys. That's all, folks. Find more news, streams, events and interviews at www.startuprad.io. Remember, sharing is caring.